0: we will make it work. Yes. Um so this is Hex Files and I'm Josh
1: and I'm Tamara.
0: And um we are doing I guess this is our last episode of 2020. Um so you're welcome.
1: And thank God that shit's over.
0: Right. I'm I have good feelings about 2021. It's going to be the same. Um Yeah. <clears throat> but we got to so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little bit of a break. Um from we're posting but we're not going to take a break from recording or and we got a lot of guests coming up and we're going to be like doing some crossovers with some podcasts um hopefully nightgeist will be early january that can be out um we're going to talk to some other
1: podcasts super special
0: super special uh we won't give their names away yet just in case it gets delayed but i mean we'll do it God, we're going to be so awful and so nervous. Yeah. Um, More nervous than meeting Bigfoot.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably so.
0: Yeah. Um, But we love them, and we've got some other people we're trying to get on. I don't know when these will come out, but what we're doing this Friday – wait, no. Let's do a timeline. What we're doing this Friday is if you're a 5 and Up patron on Patreon, we're doing a live – besties session with our spirit box with our haunted doll betty quotation marks we don't that's the name she's chosen i guess they've chosen they've chosen um but you if you're a five and up patron which there's still time to become one you can um hop on that live it's going to be like through patreon but it's also going to be through youtube so we do have a youtube channel not like a youtube channel channel but (laughs) go subscribe to that um And so if it redirects you, that way you can find it easy. But it'll let you live comment on the session and you can ask questions. We want your questions for Betty. We want to get more answers out of her. And we think with your help, we'll get some more.
1: Yes. And I can't wait to see what other people think to ask.
0: Yeah. That's the other thing is because like we, you know, the more people you have, the more questions you're going to get. And the more outside of the box you might get. Um. Question-wise. So, if you... What I'll do is I'll post um, the uh, audio from our spirit box with Betty that we talked about on our last episode so that you can hear it before that happens to kind of know what to expect or if it inspires you to have other ideas. We're going to put that on Patreon. Um, I have not uploaded it yet, but I do have it. <laughs> um, so maybe I'll do that when I upload this. Um, so... Then the Saturday, we're going to probably still stay, being quarantined, inside of a haunted room. We picked a haunted room at a haunted hotel here in Charlotte.
1: Where we will be socially and emotionally distant.
0: Yes. So, originally what was going to happen is there was going to be a paranormal investigation group. That's still going to happen at some point, but that's being postponed. Um, A local group, we were going to go with them and our friends at Spooky Charlotte, um, who do a lot of, like, Telling of the history and lore, we'll have them on. We'll get that done whenever it happens. But we're still keeping our room we booked. We just won't be doing it with anybody but ourselves and a ghost or two. But we did get to book a haunted room. Super Um, excited! Yeah, this room I think is reported to have. Some of the employees said there was always like voices or noises coming from that room, even though nobody was checked or somebody would call the front desk from that room and nobody was in there. No. Um so we're gonna bring the Ouija board, we're gonna bring the spare box. We're gonna have a good time. And then we'll talk about it sometime next year. Um <laughs> in the beginning. But uh we were gonna make that, but then the holidays are coming up. We need a break. You guys are taking breaks. Um honestly not a lot of people tend to listen on the holidays as far as the downloads are concerned. Um this is our first holiday with Hex Files but Aww. um
1: Happy holidays Hex Files. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. Kind of.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um look at you. Right. Your quality's going down. Yeah. Um it's because we're fucking tired. <laughs> I'm drinking I'm drinking a gin and a tea.
1: And I'm drinking a tea and a rum.
0: Haha.
1: <laughs> now my drink is fucking bomb. It's so good.
0: Right. Well, if you guys haven't listened to Nightgeist. It's fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah, they are funny.
0: I'm concerned about our well-being, all four of us, when we're together, because they, let's see, what is the premise of their show? Oh, they drink and talk about paranormal stuff. What? So they're kind of like already our cousins. Yeah. Or we know them from church.
1: Our city cousins?
0: Our city cousins. They on the West Coast. <laughs> um, but no, that'll be fun. And what we're hoping to do I know this is going on about the stuff coming up, but you're going to want to be there because, like, you know, that's how you celebrate your holidays. Um, But I think Amanda and Sharice are going to try to be on the live SD session um, to put in comments and stuff, too. They're the surrogates, the the previous fosters. (laughs) The um,
1: progenitor.
0: The progenitors. Uh, So that'll be fun. And then that Sunday, don't miss it because we'll be on, uh, what's that fucking podcast called? That dude does cursed. We'll be on We'll be on Cursed is having a live Yule extravaganza. Um gonna announce some of the guests that are popping up. Uh and those. Um that's happening Sunday, the uh 20th, before Yule. I've
1: heard they're kind of sketchy though. We should be careful.
0: Yeah. Um and uh don't let your guard down around them. Yeah. Um but what is it? It's eight. It's eight p.m. Easter. He sent me all this information. It's eight. Yeah. <laughs> it's Sunday eight p.m. Um, on Podbean. So download the Podbean app. It's a like the corn stream that they did. It is a like live chat slash call in show. There's gonna be guests. So you can just call in. Um, I think he's down to answer. Uh, it's like Yule stories, ghost stories, but uh, we'll be there um, out of pity. Um, yeah. because he doesn't have any friends really. No. Um, imaginary so, ones. Yes. Um, he's got a demon or something, yes. but, uh, we'll, we'll be there. We'll show up for fun. Um, <laughs> but make sure to, to catch that. Um, he's invited some cool people.
1: It's the neighborly thing <laughs> to do. Uh,
0: it's not desperate at all. Um, but, uh, yeah, we would never do anything live for attention.
1: They're kind of cute though. Who them
0: them yeah. um so with all that out of the way I think that's all the updates you'll need by the end of the year we'll still be on Instagram and we'll be posting shit on Patreon so um yeah I think that that's it no it's not it because wait, there's but, more yes wait there's more um so we're doing an accidental we got our contacts and our address books mixed up we're gonna accidentally send two gifts to two different people so each person will get one gift um cursed is sending a tarot deck that's really cool and a guidebook
1: it is a cool deck
0: it's a very nice deck and it's like extra big yes uh if you have like big hands
1: bad eyes bad
0: eyes uh and then we're giving away geriatric (laughs) <laughs> We're giving our away our very own spirit box, but don't fret cuz I ordered a new one. <laughs> uh I ordered the latest model. This one has been on us in a couple investigations. It's the one you've seen and heard be used at the swamp with Betty. So it might have some ghosts in it. Got some um, stink on it. Some stink on it. Uh that's and we'll give you batteries. We'll give you the free speaker that comes with it. Um so yeah, uh and it comes with like a little pair of headphones, but you'll need better ones. Um, but it's cool so we're we're not giving away anything if patreon asks it's not a giveaway it's not a raffle (laughs) why would we ever violate policies it's Um, just a
1: gift between friends
0: but that accidentally went to the wrong person that is five and up on patreon
1: oopsie
0: yeah one we're doing it that way because they're like 70 80 dollar gifts i mean not yes gifts yes Um, gifts. But also because when you sign up for Five and Up, we get your address. So we can do whatever we want to with it. Um, But we promise we'll send good things. Um, So all you have to do is be a Five and Up patron and you're automatically entered to be an accident. The end. Um, But there will also be... You will
1: be involved in an accident.
0: there's, there's There's also ways to get like an extra bonus entry... Like a, a, an addition to your already entry. Uh, we'll announce that during the Betty thing. So now you have to go. Now you have to hang out with us. Yeah. Live. Um, but that's it. So what did we want to talk about for our last episode of 2020?
1: What a great time we had and all of our accomplishments. Politics. Ooh, my favorite.
0: Just kidding. <clears throat> um, We're actually going to talk about our trip to Medic Mountain. Is it Medoc? Is think, it Medic?
1: I think the way they say it is Medoc Mountain.
0: Medoc Mountain, yes. Medoc.
1: you got to say it real North Carolina.
0: Yes. Um, so, if you're familiar, if you've been paying attention and listening to the episodes, we went to um, the Dismal Swamp. Yes. We. It was dismal. Yeah, but it could have been more dismal
1: It was pretty dismal on my skin.
0: Mm. Yeah, that swamp poison ivy was no fucking joke.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That shit was from a different planet.
0: I don't know what we caught out there. Swamp? rashes
1: the kiss of the swamp or something i don't
0: know right oh it was bad i mean three rounds of steroids so um and i I ain't never i played in the woods my whole life i've been rubbed up on by poison ivy before i ain't never had no such thing
1: i got scars
0: (laughs) well you know what you have to pay for what you take that's true we didn't take anything
1: Well, I picked up that one small bottle of swamp water.
0: Remember I touched that tick by mistake? Ew. That was enough payment for me.
1: You're not supposed to talk about the tick anymore.
0: Yeah, I always forget about it. But, um, so, a quick rundown. We went to the swamp. We were going to go to the lake. The lake is supposed to be haunted. We get up there, and we are going to go to this, like, refuge area. Uh, Refuge is closed for hunting. It's weird, I know. And... So we met up with a friend and fan, went and checked out this, like, canal trail, which wasn't anything but a bike trail. So we met a dog named Doug.
1: Yeah. He was bad.
0: He was sweet. Um, And we met his owner, and we just happened to say, like, oh, tomorrow we're going to go by the lake. She's like, pretty sure the lake is closed for, like, dredging or, like, they're redoing the canal there. So we're like, fuck, let's go to the National parks." side of it in north carolina and we'd always planned on going to the cryptid museum because it's like on the way there and we don't really head up through that area so it seemed like the right idea to do it's on the way and never been there before so we go to this park and we find that weird track which um talking to a couple people i feel like it's the what like um the people that are really going to get a restraining order on us one day because we talk about them so much is Greg and Dana. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but it's not just them. There's a whole bunch of people tied with this. And I think um, it's not just them. They kind of brought like a mo- like a, a more public eye to something that changed the way I view things. Is this like the synchronicities and the phenomena, which is like when you recognize it, it sees you
1: back. Yeah.
0: Or it wants you to recognize it. And it gives you these little things.
1: So playful.
0: Right. And I think it's like, it's all tied into like maybe an awakening or like connection to something more. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that later at some point, but, um, we're led to this weird track, which was only one. And like, some people are like, well, that are familiar with it are like, that's certainly a weird track. Um, I can't say it's Bigfoot. Somebody we talked to even said like, well, I know in that area, there's like a wolf or dog man. And, um, They've, I've been stalked by something in the Dismal Swamp. So we're like, okay, well, that's cool. And we're like, let's ask the guy at the Crypto Paranormal Museum. He might know. And like I said, we got there and he was like, oh yeah, there's like all this Bigfoot activity right down the road. And, you know, it's like, he was showing us stuff. So at no point where did we ever stop and think like, it's like for tourism because he's showing us these prints. Which, of course, he could fake, but he's shown us these interviews, and we're like, oh, we got Sasquatch fever now. Yeah. And a bad rash.
1: Yes. Um, Can't tell the difference.
0: <laughs> so we're like, okay, we're going back there at some point. We're going to camp sometime, but it's too cold. So all these, like, circumstances led us to this point of finding this weird track and led us to that museum to bring it up. If we hadn't found a track... We'd have gone and it was this weird coincidence like where he saw us. He wasn't even there. It was closed. He saw us pull up. He didn't have to stop, but he did. And he was like, hey, I can open it back up. I can open it up. Um, so he could have just kept driving and we would have just left. Yeah. And we would have never known about this place until um, we went again. Maybe. Who knows? But anyway, so we decided we would make a plan to go back. So we did. And we stopped by there on the way up. Well, when we first left... It was crazy because Clayton went with us. You probably heard him on the cursed episode with the familiars. And, um, you know, he watches the the apartment. He watches the animals. So it's like, we'll take you on a trip. Yeah. Like He's no stranger to it, but, you know. He is strange. Yes. <laughs> so we're like, well, let's go. And, like, the minute we pull out of the apartment complex, like, shit gets real. Like, there's a car in front of us with a Bigfoot sticker. No other bumper stickers, by the way. <laughs> Because usually I see these Sasquatch stickers, and they've got a couple others. Like, if you've got one, you usually have two or three or eight. Right. There was one, and it was right in front of us, and we were like, huh, okay. And so we stopped to get, like, supplies at Walgreens, and (laughs) we're leaving, and we're like, okay, uh, the Sasquatch thing, like, that's so crazy. And we're, like, joking about it being a synchronicity, and this car in front of us has a 333 in their license plate. Which, to us, is like a
1: yeah. That's a very much pay attention kind of trail marker. Yeah,
0: and it's not even paranormal all the time.
1: No,
0: it's kind of like, well, you're doing good. You're doing good, sweetie.
1: Yeah. Boop.
0: <laughs> um, and then while we're talking about that, you see a license plate beside us.
1: Oh shit! And it was like FAE six nine one nine. Sorry if that's your license plate. So sorry.
0: Oh, my God. You just said it out loud. But find us. Are you Faye? Yeah. Um,
1: Come set us, Bill.
0: And so then we're like, okay, we're doing a live on Instagram, which you can go see. We did that. And we're like, I was like, oh, shit. I wonder if those balloons that I saw, the Mylar balloons, because when we went the day before, and I don't know if this is important, but we swapped days. We were going to go to see Bigfoot on Saturday, and then we were going to go find a tree for the apartment on Sunday in Boone then we found out it's supposed to rain all day on Saturday in that area and that Boone was supposed to snow and we're like let's go Saturday and see some snow and get a yes. tree we saw a Mylar balloon going to Boone
1: <laughs>
0: but we never ended up in Boone we ended up in Linville where the Brown Mountain Lights are and there's we drive
1: a... right past Rosmonds.
0: Right. yeah and I have a picture of you with Table Rock in the background it's very small but so we saw the balloon and it's kind of like to us, it's just all connected. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sending stuff to Brett Manning, who's our hellier friend. And we're like, who talks to us? And um, we're <laughs> like, oh, my God, did you see these? Like, we saw these balloons. And, you know, I'm on the highway. I'm driving. I couldn't get the pictures. And, you know, you're going 70 miles an hour. You're like, oh, God, there it went. No, <laughs> But um, so we're thinking, okay, we saw Mylar balloons. When we went to the swamp. That was like a month ago almost at this point. We're not going to see him again. Oh, I was like, no, they're too far in Virginia. We're not even going to go across the border this time. And there they fucking were. And even more, like, separated than they were. And there's definitely a bright, like, blue one in there. I don't know if it was a star. And our Hellier fans will know, like, blue stars and all these balloons and stuff. Um, And they're not just latex balloons. They're mylar balloons. When's the last time you saw mylar balloons in a tree? In one weekend. Twice. And I know those are the ones we passed before, but why are they still there? they were on our route and we took a different route to get there and I thought they were sooner, I would have been more ready. I almost turned around.
1: You I, almost did. Turned around I encouraged pictures.
0: it. Yes. Um, I'm so we thought for
1: shenanigans.
0: And then we kept seeing 333 on billboards, 444 on billboards, Earth billboard, And then we saw
1: Blows.
0: And we saw um, blink de blumps, and
1: And golly warps. Yeah.
0: Um, and we saw them on the license plates and fucking bumper... It was insane. So the 333 matters to us. And it will matter to you later, um, in a way, because it showed up in a picture.
1: We'll make it matter.
0: Um, So we're like, we're hyped. We're like, we're going to find Bigfoot now. Like there's all these signs are telling us we're going to find Bigfoot, right? So we get to the museum and um, he's there. And he was like, yeah, there's a group up there uh, that camped. There's a guy that just like stopped by. Um, he's going to go out there later, but that place was pretty empty when we got there. It's 20 minutes away from, like, the museum, and, um, so we're like, okay, there's cool, there's recent activity, like, somebody had just had rocks thrown at him, um, and it it was cold, so... So very cold. um, Um, I need a straw, so this doesn't make so much noise, but, um, so... Which I was going to joke, I was like, you know, this was going to be like, we're going to talk about Mothman, we're going to talk about Bigfoot, and we're going to talk about like a trip here and there, but it's like, we're just telling you about our trips. so if you don't like to hear about our trips, like, I don't want to tell you, because it's just going to be more of this.
1: I'm still going to go on them.
0: It's basically what Hex Files has become, uh, but I do want to do a, you know, on the other day I was like, I'm going to do a crossover with Cursed, if I can get a hold of that motherfucker. Ugh. Um, gross.
1: Gotten a little big for their britches, I'd say
0: yes um i was like we need to do a crossover about bigfoot too and not just aliens Mm. or missing and Mm -hmm. stuff so we're in a state park and we're like let's go missing uh that'll (laughs) that'll come into play later too
1: oh god (laughs) oh um we about to have vanished
0: so if you want to hear that episode it's on cursed called vanished and it's about missing people in national parks but this was a state park
1: oh maybe that's why it didn't work
0: (laughs) um so we roll up and we're like no he gives us a map he was like here's where you go we already had that map from the last a month ago which is why we forgot there was a map oh yeah just remember that we don't look at a map at this point (laughs) because he tells us he goes go up to spot Between spot 23 and 24, there's a trail. You'll miss it if you don't know where it is. Into the woods. There's a ridge up there. That's where we got a fleer hit of this humanoid-like creature, which that is a creepy-looking fleer. I don't have... We don't have the access to this picture because it's not ours. But he showed us. And he's right. He was like, when you look at somebody through a fleer, you see clothing. You see like the face and hands are hotter than the clothes are. This thing was all one... He had, like, the grayscale. He's got one of those, like, really expensive FLIR scopes. Yeah. So it can see further up the ridge than my FLIR could. But it it was all uniform. It looked... It was shaped like a person. But it was, like, really tall. And he was like, I don't know if somebody was out here in 40-degree weather naked on the ridge in the middle of the woods.
1: A tall amorphous somebody? Right.
0: (laughs) Um, So... There was ridge hits, that's where, like, those campsites around there are the ones who get rocks thrown at them. And that's what we know. We know that people get rocks thrown at them in the campground. People say they hear or see something come through their camps. Something messes with their tents at night. Yes, there are bears in that area. But again, I'm going to argue, till the day I die, like, we we know what a fucking bear looks like. Now, I'm not saying that's everybody, because some people will mistake it. Yeah. But you think these people that live around this park that see bears all the time. I mean, he just got bear tracks that he cast.
1: People that live around bears are aware of bears because bears are an actual threat. And you have to be cognizant of bears.
0: Everybody knows bears can stand up. They wear little red shirts. Like, we know
1: this. Right, they're really good at playing cymbals.
0: Oh, yeah. Tink, tink, tink. they just a monkey.
1: Oh, I thought bears. Bears the... Some people don't know what bears do. Right. <laughs> not everybody's an expert on bears. They're like,
0: did you just prove your point? That you wouldn't yeah. <laughs> know the difference between bear and a monkey? Well, um, I hate to break it to you, but uh, Bigfoot is not a monkey. It's a uh, woodland ape at at worst. And at best, it's an interdimensional being that interacts with us from time to time. A the spiritual end.
1: Spiritual entity that can materialize on our plane. Yeah
0: aliens um so there's a book that greg recommended i read and i'm going to um it's where the footprints end and it talks about bigfoot being a ghost or something love it just fucking love it so
1: well bigfoots can have ghosts if people can have ghosts and animals can have ghosts a bigfoot can have a ghost are
0: we so self-absorbed that we think we're the only ghosts that can be ghosts Ugh, we're terrible
1: We are. I mean.
0: Well, um, so we're like, let's check out this ridge. We found this trail. And there's there's like maybe a couple RVs there, but there's really nobody camping at all because it's fucking freezing. And these sites are like, you know, they're just gravel sites with a fire pit and a picnic bench. So we're definitely going to camp there at some point. So soon. So we're walking through the trail. We get on the trail. We're so fucking hyped. We're excited. We're like, we have, we know exactly where he said they've recently been spotted. He's like, go down this trail and take a left. It's called something, something loop. When somebody tells you something's called a loop, what does that mean? It makes a loop. Yeah. What was it called? Doesn't matter.
1: Ridge trail loop.
0: That's what we're calling it. The ridge (laughs) trail loop. Um, I think it was like birch trail loop or something like that birch tree looper
1: blue trail ray blue trail
0: loop Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so we take a left we're walking down through here and like we start hearing stuff in the woods after we're like we get out in there and um so i'm a witch you wouldn't call yourself a witch (laughs)
1: no
0: (laughs) but you know you're witch adjacent (laughs) um you do witch things so, we're out there, and like what we always do is make it witchy. So, and like paranormal investigators, we're like, we're here to talk to whatever spirits are around, including Sasquatch, Bigfoot, whatever you want to be called, or whatever you are. We don't know if you're a spiritual being, a paranormal being, a physical being, with you know, we don't know what you are, but we're here, we're in your territory, we mean you no harm, we just want to talk. We're not going to hurt you. We're not going to disturb anything. And we start hearing stuff immediately. I mean, it's dead quiet out there. It's pretty quiet for like the middle of the woods. Yeah. Um,
1: winter is a quiet time in the woods. Yeah.
0: And you realize, okay, well, you know, it is December and it is getting colder. There's not really a lot of birds, occasional crows, occasional songbird. Um, but it's just not alive with squirrels. Um, I think we saw one squirrel out there. Uh, and it ran by so quick, I don't know what I saw. <laughs> but, um, so we're like, we hear the stuff on the ridge and I'm like, I want to go up the ridge, but let's go down this trail a little bit longer. And we go down, there's a bridge and there's like a little creek and stuff, like tiny little small creeks. And I was like, we brought some gifts and offerings. Um, What, what did we bring? We brought quartz.
1: And Granny Smith apples.
0: But the quartz was from like, um,
1: was from
0: Brown Mountain. Brown Mountain. Right? Wasn't
1: it? That's where we stayed. Was it from? When? My... No. For my birthday?
0: No. It wasn't Brown Mountain, but it was nearby. Maybe it was. Wilson's
1: well, Creek is in Brown Mountain. Okay. okay I think.
0: Okay. Well, we, we, our idea was, let's give something of ours that is from a spiritual place on the other side of the state. Yeah. Yeah. And leave for them, like, you know, exchanging gifts, kind of like, well, I'm going to give you a local, you know, delicacy, and I'm going to send it to you because, you know, I just, that's how I think. Yeah. Um I'm not going to pick up a rock that's already there and hand it to them. Like, for all I know, it's like, that was my special rock already, motherfucker. I don't need it back.
1: Put it back. Put it
0: back. Um, So we. uh And
1: we had coins and we had chocolate. Right. Coins.
0: We, had, we brought one chocolate coin. Yeah. So it was silver foil wrapped. Yes. And you had some nickels and we found a dime, which is perfect for Clayton. Yeah. Um, and apples. So, and a bone, a little bone. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the other thing was, we were like, we're going to leave these in certain spots. So we went up on the ridge and we're like, let's hang out on the ridge. And there were so many bent trees like not normal and I've been in the woods a bunch and I've seen you know trees grow weird they can like things influence them and they can bend in different ways they can grow cool and look into shapes and stuff but I've never I can't say that I've ever seen so many bent and warped trees in almost a purposeful way in one small location than we did in that what 50 foot diameter of a ridge I mean there were trees that look like When this was a sapling, it had to have been, like, held in this position, and it got big and grew that way. Yes. These weren't breaks. However, we did see weird breaks, and you saw the weirdest break of them all.
1: (laughs) It was a strange break. It was, like, completely folded back onto itself when it was green, and it was maybe, like, three inches across.
0: Yeah, it wasn't by any means a tiny thing. No.
1: No. But it was folded all the way flat back onto itself and continued to grow that way.
0: Yeah, it wasn't snapped. It wasn't splintered. It was rolled when it was soft. Yeah. And it was like, like you said, it looked squeezed. hmm And then it didn't kill it. It kept growing, infused to itself. Yes. And there's pictures of that on our Instagram. I might post some of these that we talk about more on the update post for this episode. So that one was weird. And... We're on this ridge. I don't know how many people go up there, but there wasn't a lot of, like, human... It Like, it doesn't look like there was a lot of human activity up there.
1: Because it was off the trail, for sure.
0: Oh, yeah. It was a climb. It took some work to get up there. And uh, the ground's very... Wow. Thanks, Floki. The um, ground was kind of wet, but it wasn't. it wasn't muddy. There's a lot of clay there, so it doesn't sink in as much as you think it would, unless it's, like been soaked. Yeah. So plus we're, all
1: the leaf litter.
0: Yeah, we're walking through leaf litter and there's a little green moss covered stump. We leave an apple on it. And we just kind of sit there and try to communicate. And you guys, you and Clayton, I didn't hear him right away. <laughs> so you tell the shit y'all are hearing.
1: So um like, off in the distance, at first, you know, you don't think that you're hearing something strange, but I was hearing, like, this repetitive kind of, like, whoop or hoot or, a like... A
0: whoop or a hoot?
1: Yeah, like, a, like not high-pitched, but a higher-pitched sound, not like a, a bass, like, grovelly deep sound, but, like, a call, definitely a call, and... We were in a different location. We were several hours from home. So to hear something that I didn't immediately recognize didn't really strike me as odd. But I couldn't place it. And I couldn't place it. And I couldn't place it. And rolling through the Rolodex of ideas in my mind, I never could really place it.
0: Well, it wasn't like we rolled up into like the Amazon rainforest and we've not heard those sounds before. Yeah. like This is still North Carolina. Yeah. And you and Clayton described it as a moo. But we know that area, not well, but we know because we drove past where where we were and it was nothing but woods. And it wasn't cows. I mean, I know what cows sound like.
1: Well, God, yeah. I didn't even know you were talking about the moo. I forgot about the moo. The moo was weird. The moo was very different from what I just described.
0: Well, we'll talk about that later. But in the beginning, wasn't it the moos that you and Clayton heard on top of the ridge? It was these low, like,
1: Yeah, like a, like a kind of a grumbly, like, um.
0: I say moo, but there was no M's.
1: No, like that's the closest thing that I can imagine. Like when you hear the sounds that cows make when they sound like a little irritated, when they sound like a little like frustrated, that's sort of what it was like where it has like a change in timbre and pitch and it's syllabic almost, but very like deep.
0: Because you both were hearing it and, like, looking at each other. And I was like, I don't hear it. And you were describing it. And I'm like, then I started recording. And I was like, so we're hearing, like, sounds of rustling. Like, you guys said there's something that sounds like it's moving off in the woods. And we couldn't see it. But when you're on this ridge, you get a pretty good viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And you don't really, even though all these trees are, like, losing leaves, like.
1: They're dense.
0: There, are you can't really see that far. And, um. So I don't hear it. We're going on this ridge. We're taking pictures of these bent trees. Every little tree break, it's like, well, we're looking for fur or hair. Um, Because it's like, okay, well, these broke. But some of them are broken in a way where it's like, the first thing I do is, okay, this is broken. What fell and broke it? What knocked it over? What did this? And sometimes these things were bent at almost a 90 degree angle with nothing around it. And I'm not saying that nature didn't cause it. But at the same time... When you start to add up these tiny little weird things, a 90 degree angle is not something you see in nature.
1: No.
0: So that stands out. And like I said, I grew up in the woods. I spent most of my childhood in the woods because I was a band No, I'm kidding.
1: Um, (laughs) Fair boy. Fair.
0: But what I'm saying is like, I've seen trees that are freshly broken from the wind, from a storm, from other tree fall. And you can usually piece together things.
1: They go in the same direction. Yeah. it's a windstorm.
0: And um, one of the pictures, uh, Brett was saying, like, this looks like it's almost woven. And so, you know, we're taking pictures of all this shit. And we start walking down the ridge. And I start hearing those moos or those low moos <laughs> that you guys heard. And I was like, oh, shit, I hear it. And it was like, it would have had to been so far off in the distance. And it just didn't sound like a cow. But that's the closest thing I described, like that... That idea of a, like a, mm, mm, like these yes. little, yeah. And it was almost like, but like it was something trying to like communicate like on the down low with each other yeah. and not just us. And it made me think of Brown Mountain in a way that we all experienced something different. At times we'd see the same things, but you would see stuff that would just not line up with, like, I'm like, I don't see this. I don't fucking see it. <laughs> and, um, so I think there's something to that. Yeah. Where it's like something's getting your attention. And that'll come into play later. And I'm trying to get through this, like, where people aren't hearing every little step we take through the woods. But, this is about when you had that experience with the root ball.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: Which sounds insane. It but...
1: sounds insane. And I'm never one to shy away from sounding crazy. No. And I, I don't...
0: That's why you're here.
1: I just take weird shit for what it is. I see strange things. I hear strange things. Strange things happen to me. And I don't really question it. But I've always had this fascination with overturned trees and the root balls and the little crater that they make. And I've always liked to go and look at the underside of the trees and think about how long it's been since any of those rocks were on the surface. And how far into the earth that the roots go and just really kind of vibe out with the root ball and look for rocks that look like tiny teeth and i mean i've
0: done that as a as a kid i don't really do it as much anymore but yeah it's like it's because it's crazy because they make such a big hole
1: yeah it's like a door it's like a i don't know it's something it's something special like like an tree. yes and i didn't really realize how far down into that hole i had gotten and i played there for a while with the teeth and the roots and it just looks like a little colony, like a castle, you know, like I don't know. Very like dollhouse esque, I guess. And I was a little hungover and very tired that day, not gonna lie. And I was trying to climb out of the hole with no spring or step or bounce or pep left in my body. And... You were
0: going to die there.
1: Yeah, I was done. Like, I was done. I was just going to chill there for a while and play in the castle. Um, but I, I put one foot up and out of the hill and thought, okay, a big groan and a big try and I'll just be up and then a couple of more steps and I'll be out of this hole. But it was like I was lifted. I was not using my muscles I was not using any strength to get out of this hole and I kind of had to catch my feet up under myself when I got to the top of it and I just remember like feeling an odd feeling and like strangely quiet into myself and I had to really think on that for a second because it sort of perplexed me it really threw me off my center for a minute Like, how my movements and my efforts did not match at all. I really felt lifted out of that hole.
0: And it fucked you up so much that you didn't even tell us about it till like, two days later.
1: Yeah, I don't mind sounding crazy. I don't mind sounding like a a weirdo. But, like, that took me a minute to process because it kind of shook me. Not like in... Shooketh. And I was shooketh. Like, no, I was actually sort of like... Shooketh.
0: Shooketh. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't know that that was happening. Me and Clayton are still walking around. And you say you were in play in this, but I don't even remember seeing you that long in that. Like, did you go into another realm?
1: It felt like I was there for a while. You guys had gone way up the trail ahead of me. It felt I don't even like...
0: remember that. Because, like, I mean, in the back of my head, I'm like... If we're going missing, we're doing it together.
1: Right. And we weren't even on the trail, not to say trail, but you guys had explored on all farther away. Right.
0: So we, there's a trail and it's a loop. And Allegedly. we went up the ridge and stayed on the ridge. And then we went down the other side of the ridge. And when I say ridge, like, I mean, it's walkable, but it's definitely an elevation and you can see a good bit. And so we walked back down the other side of this ridge, which, you know, we're like... You're worried about, and I'm like, the ridge is to our left, and it's there. That's I, I remember that as a marker, and I'm like, the creek's to our right. There's the ridge, and the trail's on the other side of the ridge. We'll climb up the ridge and go back to the trail when we're ready. Down there, and this is where it gets iffy, because you think you found a depression slash print, and I can't rule out that I didn't make it and forget where I stepped. Because there's so much leaf litter. We're checking the mud around the creeks to look for, like, footprints, handprints. There weren't even a lot of deer prints. And you see those things everywhere. Yeah. There weren't a lot of raccoon prints. You see those around water. So I'm like, okay, I'm walking trying to avoid where I'm looking for prints on, like, game trails and, like, near the creek. So I'm not paying attention to where I'm walking because I'm looking for prints. I don't think I went that way, but I cannot 100% say that I didn't.
1: I don't know how you could have made that print.
0: That is true, because I stood and tried to, and I could not make it that deep.
1: Yeah, it was very long. It was like an isosceles triangle, sort of, like maybe about a foot long.
0: And if you ask why we didn't cast it, it was because it was a slight depression, and we kept moving leaves out, yeah. and the it basically... The ground
1: was depressed underneath.
0: Right. The ground was depressed, but not in something that you could just probably... You could make a cast of it, but you wouldn't even see what we saw. Because there was, like, maybe a hill. You couldn't find any toes. I put my hand down, yeah. tried to find toes, prints. And it was, like, it was so much leaf litter that, they're like, we could have cast it, but it wouldn't have looked like anything but a hole.
1: Yeah.
0: So we didn't. One day we're going to cast something, I swear to God. We even were going to... If we found a bear track, which they had found just days before... If we found a bear track, we found anything, we were going to try to cast it to get practice.
1: The thing that strikes me about what might have been a print is the way that it came into my notice. And I think that anybody who's a little bit like tuned in to the other or the strange notices when something catches their attention that would not have otherwise caught their attention. Like, you know that your head snapped around that way. For what reason? I don't know. But there's a skull or like mm, you yeah. know that you lost your balance but for what reason and you look down and there's a little lizard under your foot.
0: That was a newt. That yeah. was a that was a red like a red-spotted newt. What do they call them? We'll we'll tell you about that later. We don't have time. Yeah. But you almost accidentally stepped on a newt which they can live to be like 13 years old. Yeah. It was in its like young stage which means it has to live for like 4 years before it even becomes an adult. So this bright orange salamander newt thing mm-hmm. is like four years old and you almost stepped on it this was not this time this was in the mountains yeah and you felt like you didn't even see it and you felt like somebody pushed your leg off yes. your foot up
1: yes i'm I've, I've... and i said
0: what the fuck is that does somebody drop a toy because it's so bright orange yes and, of course, you know, it's there, and, like, I was like, well, he's probably like, fuck, you don't step on me. Yeah. I ain't come this far.
1: I'm glad he had good shielding. I don't know. I'm very happy not to step on you. So, friend. yeah. Uh,
0: so, you're used to things moving you. Yeah. Um. So...
1: See how I'm not scared to sound crazy at all?
0: So, we're... Well, we walk down the ridge. We go down the creek. Don't see much. And you find that thing all of a sudden, because we're looking for prints. hmm And... I thought you took a picture of it, but I guess not.
1: I forgot that I had my phone because I thought my phone was dead, so I thought I left it in the car.
0: So we fucked up there, but I I just don't know. Like I said, it, it, it was a little bit bigger than my shoe would have been, but I don't know.
1: You would have had to have slid in that area to make a print even close to that, and that was not a slidable place. That was at the top of the ridge where it sort of flattened out. Yeah. But it wasn't far from all of the bent branches and the woven trees and the indescribable, like, air pressure and...
0: Well, okay. So, with that being said, while we were down there looking at that print, because it was still kind of on the ridge, but it's it wasn't the high part of the ridge. It was down where that creek was. Where we were scooping around leaves and stuff. Yeah. God, you were hungover. My
1: chronology is bad, too.
0: Well... We had crossed the creek and that's when we had crossed it. And you were looking, and that's when we were looking at that thing. Not long after that, we start hearing voices and we know they're human voices. And I'm like, look, there's like hikers out there. And it was like a man and his son. Um, They might have been 30 feet from us before we saw them. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I was wearing bright orange because, you know, we're in the South and people hunt. So I'm like, I'm going to wear like orange Mm -hmm. because that you can see that and they they had to have been like within 20 feet before they noticed us and we started moving and they were talking we were not and they were not trying to be quiet and we barely heard them till they were right on top of us yeah but we could see them and we weren't moving because we were watching them we didn't want to freak them out (laughs) start moving and then be like what the fuck so
1: that's bear.
0: right so um we started moving and they saw us and we waved to them and everything. I was like, you know, if we, if I didn't have the orange, if I would have taken my hat off and never moved, I don't think they would have ever saw us. Mm-hmm. And they were 20 feet from us. That's how dense that this fucking place is. And they were on the trail. We were in the woods. And that's, I think, when we came to the realization that like, yeah, if you wanted to hide from something in here, it would not take much stop moving, Duck behind some trees or a root ball yeah you would never know anything was out there.
1: no
0: nope. I can't say that I've ever I ever got the feeling that I was being watched but I did feel like especially on top of that ridge that there was something that place belonged to something or something used that place.
1: I agree with that completely
0: And I don't even think it felt sacred per se. It just felt like and I even said while we were up there I was like if you were trying to figure out what humans were doing, this is the place to go in this um, park because you can see good, a good bit in distance.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so we fuck around a little bit. And then we're, I was like, well, let's get back on the trail and go back to where we were. And then we'll um, like maybe talk to that other camper. We'll see if they found anything and then we'll hang out till dark and use the flare. So we're walking down the trail because the ridge is behind us to our left And we're heading back towards our left. We're backtracking on the trail because I think it's a loop and it's just going to go around. (laughs) Turns out it does not do that, that it actually goes up that ridge. And at some point we must have been up that ridge. And I was like, we're coming down and going to hang like a left and go back to the campsites. That never happened. So while we're up there, we see more tree breaks. And then we're walking. It's starting to get dim, get dusk. And we're like, okay we got to find our way back. And that's when we started hearing calls, like howls and yells. And you guys, I think, started hearing it first. And I'm like, what? And you're like, you don't hear that. And I'm like, what? And you hear this, like, I'm going to try to do it without, like, fucking up the mic. But, like, what I heard, and I caught one of them or a couple of them on the the camera. or uh, Yeah, you can hear that on um, Instagram. I'll repost those again with this video when we plug the episode but it was like like it was like it was so far off in the distance yeah and that sounded awful but it wasn't like a it was like you were describing like when a dog barks or howls you have that loud burst of sound that trails Mm -hmm. this was like a build up and then like a sustained like whoop or Mm how, and then it would like lower down and then i'm like yeah i heard that and i look around and you guys are looking at me and you're like there's one responding behind us like miles away yes and i'm like what and i'm like trying to listen and you guys are like part of the video you can see it you guys are shocked yeah because you hear the same thing and am i wrong by saying that had to have been miles away
1: It was very far away.
0: If it's not, it it couldn't have been less than a mile. Because it was, I mean, I've, like I said, I've heard people yell. And if you're thinking, so the reason we didn't do a bunch of tree knocks, we did do some. and We heard some tree knocks Mm -hmm. on the ridge. But not like loud knocks. Like you said, like small knocks. And you're like.
1: Like, you would, like, plink, plink, plink a hollow spot in a tree so that it would reverberate, you know?
0: To me, it seems like when we got on the ridge, it was almost like something was communicating with others in a very quiet manner. You could still hear it, but they're like, we're not going to be so obvious about it. Like, if we were walking, you can't hear it. But if we're stopped, it's dead quiet. And those woods were dead quiet most so of the time.
1: quiet. So oddly quiet. You can't
0: hear traffic. And I'm like, well, there's campsites back there, but there's nobody really back there. And this came from way beyond the campsites. Yeah. This would have been like, and I mean.
1: It was in the opposite direction. The response, there was like a call and response. And the response was from the opposite direction of the campsites.
0: Well, what you have to understand is this place is not isolated. There's roads out there. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There's like pastures. I don't know if there's things on them. And there's houses and there's campsites. But the amount of sightings that happen up there. And so we're like, we haven't heard, like we're trying to get this call and I've never called for a Bigfoot, but I did not want to, I was like, so there's people around here that know about Bigfoot and they're out here looking for Bigfoot. The last thing I want to do is respond to a call, them think I'm a Bigfoot, respond back and then me think that's a response to mine. And then we're communicating with each other and we both come out saying we talked to a Bigfoot.
1: And Bigfoot is just laughing.
0: He's like, Y'all are so stupid. Y'all don't even sound like me.
1: This is why y'all can't mm-hmm. hop between dimensions.
0: Right. But this was out. And other people I let listen to this said the same thing I did without even bringing it up. This is out of human range. Whatever did this had a gigantic lung capacity because, I, like I said, I mean, I'm used to being out in the woods. I know what it's like to scream and holler for somebody. When you're looking for somebody, we used to play like hide and seek in the woods at night. When you're trying to get people home, your mom and stuff would have to whistle because a human voice does not carry very far. Mm -hmm. Why do you think there's emergency whistles and stuff when you're lost? So, this was beyond the campgrounds, and this was like, I mean, if it had been closer, like in the video, you hear me say like. It's almost like an owl, but you would not hear an owl that far off.
1: And it wasn't the right time for owls?
0: Well, dusk, but like I've heard a bunch of owls.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I, I'm i making a point to try to identify owl calls. And I know what a barred owl sounds like. That would be the closest thing it was, but it wasn't. And when I listen back to the video, it sounds like the rhythm of a dog bark. But I, I personally did not hear that at the time. And you said you did. Yeah. And I didn't hear... I heard the like, and then you heard the response. Mm -hmm. And then in the video, you can hear this like, yes, from a different direction. That almost sounded like the the first whoop is like, say, let's, let's say north.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. The like other whoops and little calls were almost like east, northeast. And then what you guys heard was south behind you. And I'm like, okay, this is like, and I mean, people have seen groups up there. They've seen families of Bigfoot. They've found their tracks. Um, Somebody has seen them walking through, like, we've seen pictures where people think there's masses in these woods and it's undecipherable. But there's We
1: have a weird picture. I think it's weird. I
0: don't think it is, but like, I mean, I saw exactly what you saw. On the ridge, there's a video where it's like, I think it's just dark limbs and shit. But it looks like there might be something. But somebody, what was it, you were saying, I think it was you, not Clayton. Weren't you saying like, sometimes don't you think you see stuff and it shows itself as one thing, but then it's not? But yes. you're, But you're also like, okay, that rock over there totally looked like a rabbit, and now it's a rock. But my, like, I saw a rabbit. Yes. And it's a rock now. Yep. So I'm just saying that those things exist, we think. And I don't know if there's tricksters or I don't know if you're seeing something. But there was a couple times where I swore I saw like a figure off in the distance move. And like, remember, there was a couple times where I stood there for like five minutes, like looking through the woods. Mm -hmm. And you guys were like, what do you see? And I'm like, I don't even know how to tell you where to look. But there's this mass that's darker than everything around it. And I swore it just moved. Now it's standing still. And I couldn't tell you. I could walk up to it. But it would take me a long time.
1: You are so good at spotting stuff, though. Like, I think you have, like, a keen eye. Like, a real knack for, seeing stuff. Like, you saw that otter? You saw a fucking otter?
0: (laughs) Also, we had a map, but we didn't look at it yet. So, um, later we might have to talk about... I don't think we have time on this. We're trying to keep it short. About your dream in a pine tree. Oh, yeah. But you had some dream about a pine tree, and we thought we saw one pine tree at the time yeah. that was weird and the light was hitting it like it was being like a spotlight. It was listing. And so we walk over there and I'm like seeing these tree breaks and I'm like, look at this, look at this. Am I thinking too much into this? Because at some point you're like, I know I'm having a biased filter on my observations because we're out here looking for Bigfoot because this is a hot spot of sightings. However, at the same time, some of it just doesn't add up
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we're seeing like, like Clayton pointed out some like fallen trees that were shaped like a triangle.
1: Yeah. But like an hourglass and an
0: hourglass. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you know, Clayton stuff falls like that, but yeah, you're right. That's oddly specific.
1: And, and we're
0: seeing shit.
1: I think Clayton sees stuff from a different point of view. Cause he's
0: six, he's six, six.
1: Yeah. He's very tall.
0: Right. And so he's seeing this hourglass probably in a much better formation than we are. Um, and so, you know, we're looking at those and around that supposed triangle, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, you know, I'm seeing these tree breaks, there's a 90 degree one and you're like, it's not high enough. And I'm like, yeah, but who's even back here breaking limbs? Like this was, this isn't like the tiny little like branches. Clayton found a spot that looked like something heavy stepped on, broke it. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was like, look, this matches like my size shoe. He has to special order shoes. And he was like, I wouldn't break this if I stood on it. And it was like smashed into the ground. It was like a limb that was broken. (sighs) But there was no print around it. Didn't see a print, but we saw like the break. So we're doing all that. And we're walking down this trail. We hear those whoops and we hear those calls, which is like awe-inspiring and like amazing. But also you're like, it's getting dark. We're in the middle of nowhere. Really. We've
1: never been in this forest before.
0: And we're hearing these calls and I'm like, we heard coyotes in the Dismal Swamp. I heard coyotes growing up. I've heard bobcats growing up. That's fucking blood curdling. Yeah. That sounds like somebody being murdered. That's mm-hmm. terrifying. Um, I haven't heard a bear roar in real life or make noises, but I know that they, you know, and like they said, this is, it's a little bit too cold now. The bears are probably hunkered down. Yeah. Um, and, so this and that, and I'm like, I don't know, I don't have, there's no wolves in this area, and we know what a dog sounds like, and we didn't hear any of this shit.
1: We didn't hear much of anything, those woods were eerily silent.
0: And I'm like, don't you know, like, didn't you notice how quiet everything was when we heard those, like, screams, yells, whoops, whatever you want to call them, I mean, whatever made those was screaming
1: mm-hmm.
0: like that was like a, a holler
1: <laughs> they were
0: hollering at each other
1: yeah
0: um and it never got closer than that but i think it took us a minute and we're like did did we did we hear bigfoots talking to each other calling to each other and then we're like let's get back and we start realizing like we should have been back by now we should have been back I was like, let's look at this map. It's getting fucking dark.
1: Dark, dark.
0: And we realized that, um, so the loop that we're on is a loop, but it's a three-mile loop. (laughs) And we actually were not going back behind ourselves around the ridge. We were going out to, like, if we were supposed to be heading back to our lefts, we were heading to our rights. And I was like, we're not lost. We're on a fucking trail. The trail markers match. We're somewhere on this map. However, it's a—it's not like a map map. It's a hand-drawn, like, <laughs> little clip-it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not... So
1: It's your stereotypical state park map.
0: So we're walking down, and we're walking, and it's getting darker, and we hear more of these whoops, and we're like, this is it. We're going to, like, come face-to-face with something, and it's dark. And we're like, are we going to end up missing? So we're walking, and its it gets pitch black. And I'm like, I don't know where we are. Like, I know we're on this trail, but I don't know where on this trail we are. And I said, but a worst case scenario, we're only at, if we stay on the trail at any given point, we're what, the furthest away can be three miles. Right. So.
1: I mean, it was 36 degrees, so we weren't going to freeze all the way.
0: Right. And um, we had food, we had water. And then we got far, we got far down to like where the creek gets almost a river and you can hear it. And it stayed to our right. And I'm like, as long as this stays on our right, it looks like this trail leads right back. Then we start hearing a highway. So we get near a highway and I was like, well, we're not lost. We can walk. I mean, you could see car lights through there. Mm-hmm. But again, this is not where we heard the stuff. It was dead silent. I'm like, we didn't hear traffic up there. No. Um, and so, but we had been walking a bit and it was dark. I got the headlamp on, you got the flashlights. I don't know if Clayton was freaking out. I'm a little bit freaking out because I'm like, Here's why I was freaking out. Not because I didn't think we would never get back, but because I was like, we were on a s- schedule crunch because this was a three an hour and 20 minute drive away. <laughs> and only one of us had to work in the morning and it wasn't me.
1: Yes. And it, it was, was you. And so, I'm a bit of a beast if I have to work.
0: So we're walking and it's, yes, yeah, fucking dark. And I keep looking at this map. GPS kind of works and cuts in and out. There was no service really. Um, and it shows us where our car is and we, I'm like, oh, we're going to come right up on it. Keeps going past it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, we're on the trail. There's a red circle. There's a red circle. That's what the trail is marked. That's our loop. We're on our loop. And we keep seeing signs where it's like picnic shelter this way. And it said like loop this way. And I was like, I'm not going in a circle. Let's keep going to the picnic shelter. Mm -hmm. And we're like, damn. And it's really pretty out there. Like the big creek is going there. I think, I forget what the creek was called. But, um.
1: Uh, big fish and creek
0: big fish and creek yeah. yeah uh i mean call it what it is and um i was like we might come face to face with a sasquatch out here yeah but the calls we heard were not i don't think the calls we heard were in the park park i think they were on the outskirts yeah but that still lines up with sightings and stuff so <laughs> we we finally start seeing like lights like lights and i was like there's a building up there This must be the shelter and all of a sudden i see this thing dart through the woods and i shine my light and i was like that was a fucking deer so we spent some time like seeing the eye shine yeah. trying to find it on fleer and the fleer doesn't pick it up and i was like damn but that fleer does have an opportunity to work far away because i've practiced it around here and almost at 100 feet you could see warmth you might not make it out So we finally get to the shelter and we're trying to figure out where the fuck we are. We realize, oh, we're at the end of the state park road. We need to walk down like a mile to the campgrounds. I
1: know, so many miles with my hangover at this point.
0: Well, (laughs) so we, we walk back in the dark and we're like, well, things are supposed to happen. Who knows? Like, you know, we wanted to walk this loop anyway. We just did it in the dark. Um, Who knows why we went out there? And I was like... Maybe it's like Brown Mountain. The one time I went out there with Clayton, we got lost, (laughs) but we felt like we experienced something. And then the next time we went out, it was insane. So I was like, you know, this isn't something you just come out and expect to see something. I think we got some stuff.
1: Yes.
0: And it's not even the end of it. But, um, you know, I think part of it is like, um. That reoccurrence or like, um, you know, it's like, okay, you guys came and you didn't fuck with anything. Yeah. You guys left gifts. You respected it. Like, you got a little bit lost, but you didn't, like, violate anything. You um, tried to talk to us. Like, we come back, it's like, you know, those things recognize that you were there before. Right. Whether it's Earth Spirits, whether it's Sasquatch, whatever. So, it's, at this point, it's very cold. And we get back to the car And I'm like, let's just go back down to the trail one more time. (laughs) And I said, because we want to leave the gifts and the offerings in the woods, not on the outskirts, but we want to take it down there. So we found a good spot. We walk what, probably like 10 minutes in again. Mm -hmm. um, And we find the stump and we leave the apples. They say you should leave them in an interesting way. Um, People have said they've had Bigfoots and stuff leave gifts. And... um, Vice versa, like they left me something. So I did this and I left them something. So anyway, we leave the apples, the coins, the chocolate coin, the bone. And um, then we sit there and kind of reflect, listen. And Clayton really wants to go back up on that ridge to see if that apple's gone. And while I do want to do that, I'm like, we just spent like an hour walking through the pitch black, dark, not knowing where we are. That was on a trail. Right. I don't want to go up this ridge and risk it. Because I can't even promise I know where we went in up the ridge. If it was daylight, I would have known. But at night, you can't see shit.
1: No.
0: So, I was like, next time when we come up here and we camp, we'll pick spots where we'll leave it. And we'll leave things out. And we'll come back like the next night or next morning and see if it's moved or something's left. Um. And do it in a way where it's like, okay, well, I know a raccoon might have taken this apple, but what like lined up the bones in this order? Yes. When we had it in a triangle, they've been moved into like a line. Um, and that's that that can happen with bigfoot stuff, and people report that. So anyway, that's all fine and good. We leave our stuff, we go back. Then we sit on the picnic bench freezing. It's
1: so cold.
0: And we do like a a... Uh, I haven't SD- felt
1: my hands in like an hour and a half at this point.
0: Yeah. Well, we do an SC session there. And we get some interesting stuff. If I can figure out a way to post it, because it was on like the camera video, even though it's pitch black, it wasn't like an audio thing. But we get some weird responses, like not with really with me, but when you put them in, we're like, hey, you know, we left you some stuff and you said snack. And we're like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we left you a snack. Like, there's some apples, there's some coins, there's a chocolate coin, and it said real. And we're like, yeah, the coins are real. That one's not real. And Clayton's like, you have to peel the foil off to eat it. You know, don't eat the foil. And it said junk. (laughs) And we're like, well, maybe that's like chocolate or maybe it wanted real. I don't know.
1: Maybe it was talking about the wrapper.
0: I was just thinking like junk food.
1: Oh, yeah. Um I mean, it was a foil wrapper. It wasn't unnatural, just not very natural.
0: Right. Foil, you know, is natural, but it's been processed into whatever. Yeah. So, you know, we thought, okay, well, that's, we got some more responses. We'll have to, like, play it back and listen really close. Um, the first thing it said when you were starting to put the headphones in, and I got confused because um, Clayton said, is it hard to communicate? And you said, it is. And I was like, yeah. And you said, no, I said it is. And I was like, yeah, you're like, no, I'm saying I heard it is. As soon as you said that, before I even got the headphones in. And I was like, oh, shit. So that was our experience. And um, so we left. And we felt good. Like, I feel like we went out there and, like, did we catch a picture of one? No. Not that we saw. Right. Did we cast a print? No we might have found something but then i'm like we heard one and we caught it on recording and then when we get back i send it to a few people that like i send it to heather who's gone on investigation she works with small town uh, monsters she said that sounds like the ohio howler and she also said but those other things sound like dog man and i was like what if there's a fucking dog man out here because we're not that far from the swamp we're about an hour and a half to two hours away from the dismal swamp mm-hmm. and to hear um i think it was creep geeks that i was talking to that said like oh yeah i've been stalked by something out there oh. um that's another good podcast you should listen to um monsteropolis is by the small town monsters plugging them plugging night guys plugging creep geeks like there's some good podcasts out there um why are you listening to us you're not nobody is yeah. um but you know i Yay. think Um, if you hear our whoops, whoop back.
1: Whoop,
0: whoop. Um, but I think, like, since we're already past an hour and, you know, it's a school night. Yes. Um, I don't know. I mean, it feels like, I don't know. Like, how many people go out and hear, how many times have I gone out into the woods hoping to see or hear something weird that I can't explain? And, I mean, we hike a bunch. I've camped a bunch. I used to grow up in, like, the middle of nowhere. And um, it's not the middle of middle of nowhere. But there's not a lot around in North Carolina. It's near a state park. Just, I've never heard a call like that. I've never heard a scream or whatever, a howl like that. That was not human. That was not, it was not a coyote. It was not an owl it was and it wasn't a scream but it's like a scream like you would have had to have screamed that call like
1: yeah just for that projection <sighs> for that volume at that distance it just doesn't
0: whatever i mean the just the size the sheer lung capacity that that whatever did that noise had to have is just insane like, this wasn't a mechanical thing. And it's like, okay, well, what if you heard a weird, like, contamination? Like, somebody was making a call to something. Or somebody, like, you heard a, a car horn that sounded weird and distorted. Why would you hear it being responded to back and forth? You know, and it's like, even if there was an echo, they were coming from different directions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That wasn't an echo. It was, like, two different things. Maybe even three. Three. So I don't know. Um but like like I said I've never heard anything like that in the woods. Clayton grew up the same place I did. He didn't hear anything like it.
1: Yeah, I could not put my finger on what it was if I yeah. had to.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm talking about foothills and you're even up more in the hills.
1: Yeah.
0: of Appalachia. <laughs> and um I've never heard something like that. So at some point you have to step back and say is are we putting like running away with like fancy That's not even a word. That's not even saying. I am drunk. I'm drinking a lot of gin. (laughs) You
1: probably are drunk, shit.
0: (laughs) I am. Um, It's not like we're, I don't know. I know. Yeah, getting carried away. I know that, I don't know. I've been in the woods all the time and I'm always looking for shit. I've seen tree breaks and and tree bends and I've never once thought this is Sasquatch. And I know that I've gone out before and thought, I hope I see a Bigfoot um <clears throat> i've looked up at ridges and hoped to see a figure walk by i've but going to a place that you know is a hot spot and it giving you things that make you question one after the other after the other after the other and you're like at some point is this just nature playing a joke or is something doing this
1: right you there it's too many things to disregard. It's too many layers. It's too many dimensions. Yes.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, for me, I was like, nobody told us they heard them. What if, you know, and so we get back and I send that to the museum owner, Steve. And I said, hey, this is kind of what we caught. Um, it looks lighter on the iPhone because of the low light quality. That iPhones are really good for capturing light and low light. Almost too good because you don't even know it's dusk. Yeah. I said, but this is right at like around five o'clock and it's getting dark. And this is what we heard. And I expected him to be like, yeah, it might be something. But again, I don't know. He's got shit to back it up. I mean, he's the fucking, what is his title in that town? The,
1: the county commissioner? He's no. like
0: the, he's something.
1: B- business
0: tour? Business tour man. Yes.
1: He's, he's not the that. mayor.
0: He's the mayor. He might as well be. I think he's the commissioner or something. Anyway, like he, I don't think he's making this shit up. Like his YouTube routinely, he talks to random people and he would have to have the whole town in on it, which I guess you could. You could. But um, we went out there and I mean, he didn't like, well, let me go with you. Where he wasn't like, he didn't know we were coming until the day of. Yeah. And I don't think he checked his voicemail. I left him a voicemail the day before. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we." I left you a message about us coming up. And his face was like, huh? Yeah. So, again, I don't think, I don't think there's, ho- so like, I'm. this is where I sit with it. If there's hoaxers out there and they're fucking around with us, why would there not be better evidence? Right. Why would there not be like almost too good to be true prints why would there not be like fur stuck somewhere Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and i'm saying like we didn't by any means look at the whole park but we looked at one of the hottest spots in that park out of three that he marked for us he even knew he didn't know where we were going he we never saw him again that night he didn't come out he's like it's cold i don't know if i'm going out there tonight y'all tell me what you found tomorrow um But we never, like, I don't think anybody, especially at night when we got lost back in there, I don't think anybody was out there fucking with us because we didn't hear enough stuff for somebody to be fucking with us.
1: Well, it was pitch black and it was 36 degrees outside. You got to be real crazy or real dedicated at that point.
0: Right. And I understand if there's, like, three or four groups out there and somebody's like, (laughs) But then you're also talking about people that are out there that are experienced and that could probably smell a hoax from a mile away. I mean... I don't know it's so easy to say these things are hoaxes and it's so easy to say well it's probably this or that but at the end of the day you're also talking about people whether you believe in bigfoot or not that go out enough that experience this stuff enough where he showed us a barefoot print and he didn't barefoot he <laughs> he showed us a double bear print where they accidentally step in and some people cast those and think they might be Bigfoot prints. he could have said isn't this looking weird he knows what it is and he did it because he was like this is a bear it's a really cool track So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm like Mulder and I want to believe everybody too much, but I'm also very skeptical. And I'm like, there's a lack of evidence and suspicious things to make it a a hoax. I don't think people went out to the middle of the woods where off the trail where we were to leave these weird clues. And I don't think anybody could have faked those fucking yells.
1: No. No nature follows patterns and you might not always notice the pattern but you know when the pattern is broken
0: yes yeah that's a perfectly put you don't notice that the woods have constant noise until it's quiet yeah and you don't notice trees have a pattern until it's broken until you see one that's like twisted around itself and point and still growing and pointing at like a 45 degree angle and it's like gently bent and like coerced that way. And um, somebody said, I think it was Heather who was like, well, do you know that like indigenous people used to mark like water and significant things by like manipulating the way the trees were growing. And I'm like, when you're so in tune with the land and nature and stuff like a Sasquatch or, you know, entity or whatever it is would be, you would do that because you're not putting up man-made signs and you're not doing stuff like that. Just a lot, there's a lot of weird stuff out there that I can't explain. And even if you said 90% of it was natural causes, then ex- those 10% that you can't explain are worth exploring more. Even if everything out there was just coincidental and those howls weren't. Fuck. Like a hundred print, like you could find a hundred prints. They could all be fake. But if one isn't, then that's it.
1: When you go on an investigation like that, the very worst you're going to do is have a nice day in the woods.
0: That's what I said. If we find nothing, we have a nice night hike.
1: Yes. Night canoe. (laughs) Night canoe.
0: But I I will say this. I'm not saying that there's 100% of Bigfoot out there. But I will say it's suspicious to me for what we found
1: cannot roll out
0: cannot roll out
1: correlate clinically
0: right and so i want to go back and see what happens i want to camp it doesn't even have to be warmer maybe we'll take a camper to the rv yeah quarantine style yeah well van. so i mean that's all i've got i think our set of circumstances that led us to that point our experiences that night like it's something it's weird to process but, like, driving back, it's like, what did we hear? Yeah. And what if we heard a Bigfoot? Like, it certainly would make sense. And, oh, the one thing I wanted to touch on, we're in an hour and 20. Goddamn. The next day or the day after I started talking to people, um, sending them stuff like I did with the print. And, again, i am it's that imposter syndrome. And also, we're new for, like, Evaluating and hunting for Bigfoot. It's like, I hope one crosses my path. But, you know, this is the first time we went to a location for me that's a hotbed, yeah. hot spot. And I think for all of us there. And, you know, I'm sending stuff and I'm like, I'm just, we're overreacting. And this person is going to be like, that's cool. I'm glad you guys are out there. But that's definitely a um barred owl or that's definitely a coyote. And I'm like, well, I could beg to differ because I I know what I heard, <laughs> um, but okay. And I expected like not ridicule, but I expected like eh, it's inconclusive. It's this, and you know you do get some of that. And I'm it's not like I'm I'm expecting that. I'm not expecting confirmation, but I do want because like if I'm hearing something that I've not thought of, there's not elk out here. I know they make crazy sounds. Yeah if you have heard something in the woods that matches that and you know what it is i want to know so i can rule it out and if i hear it again i'm like well that's a three-toed pelican like something Grounded. fucking newt yes yeah maybe newts make those noises and um like i did with the track if you can tell me what this is i mean the only other suggestion was it was a human barefoot however or somebody set something in the mud and it's like okay but you have to look at your circumstances. There's plenty of spots to sit something down. Why would you sit it in the mud with all these other... You know what I mean?
1: What are you carrying that has toes?
0: Right. but So, I mean, I don't know. So, if anybody knows, we we sent the picture to, like, um, a couple Bigfoot people. Um, I sent it to the Bigfoot like collector's club, and they're like, well, we can't know for sure because of this, this, and this, which I understand. It's just a picture. And honestly, we didn't expect that much, but... I mean, I didn't expect to hear these noises and I didn't expect them to come up on the phone and I didn't expect for people that I sent it to to actually say, wow, that sounds very strange. I expected people to say, eh. I don't know, I'm just, I'm surprised because like... You
1: were ready for a little rejection.
0: Yeah, per usual. Right. But like, I don't know. To me, it's one of those things that, yes, in the moment, in the woods where it's silent... And we're out there looking for Bigfoot and we hear this noise. We're going to think Bigfoot. But then to, like listen back and look back at that track and listen back and look. It's like it starts to get less and less. Like it starts to get more and more like questionable. Like what did we get? What did we find? I don't know.
1: A mystery.
0: A mystery. Um, So fuck. That's the end of this episode. What do you guys think we found? Go listen to those videos. You're going to need headphones because it's very far off. Yeah. And it's an iPhone microphone, so it's not the best. We didn't go out there with like, um, maybe one day we can get one of those, um, what do you call them? Like where Those
1: little listening deals?
0: It's like the microphone, but they've got the, um, fuck.
1: The dish. I'm also drunk. Right.
0: Um, But yeah, maybe we can get one of those where you can point it and hear like, pick up sounds better
1: and we can spy on the neighbors
0: no we don't need those they're they're very loud (laughs) they're loud enough we can hear them um but uh that's the end of the episode we'll see you in 2021 actually we'll see you five and up patrons on friday Friday. at 10 p.m eastern standard time for the live go to patreon there'll be a link to the live youtube bear with us because if it doesn't work right away it's because we've never tried it
1: And we're not going to do a practice run.
0: Well, we can't because then like people will think like, this is it. I've already had somebody say like, sorry, I missed your um, live stream, Chris live stream. And I was like, no, that's next. That's this Sunday. Um, But, you know, keep up with, put these on your schedules. They're fun. Um, The gifts that are coming are five and up. And all you have to do is be a five and up member by the end of December. And we'll choose your address by mistake and send you something. Uh-oh. Whoops. <laughs> um but yeah, that's that and we'll see you then. Um leave us a five-star review because anything less and there have been less is insulting, really. <laughs> um I know we were spammed the we were spammed for the one stars cuz I saw the person that did it. And they they don't know how iTunes work, so they left their five-star review up. That was like, this is amazing. I love it. But they changed it to one star. So we know who you were. Um,
1: bless.
0: And we know why you did it. And we also know you're a piece of shit. But at the same time, spammed us. But then somebody gave us a three star. And I'm like, I don't, three stars make me wonder.
1: That's passive aggressive.
0: Well, three stars are like, okay, I understand five. I understand four where it's like, God, you guys are onto something here, but you're not quite there. If you'd found Bigfoot, I'd have given you five, but you didn't. So I gave you four. You gave me Bigfoot blue balls.
1: <laughs>
0: and if you hate us, I
1: find your own foot. I
0: understand a 1 and a 2 star where it's like this is trash, but is it the worst trash? No, 2 stars.
1: Yeah.
0: Or I don't like the sound of your voice and I don't fucking Bigfoot like uh stole my lady.
1: <laughs> that girl's accent gets on my nerves.
0: Yeah. 1 star. But 3 stars like are you that split? Love us or hate us. Don't God. sit in the middle. And nobody wrote, whoever gave us three stars did not write, like, a reason. Like, give us a good reason. Like, um, Bigfoot killed my cousin. So I hate Bigfoot. But I also like ghosts. So three stars. (laughs) (laughs) But give us a good thing to put on, like, merch, I guess, is what I'm saying. is Like, give us a good review. Like, I don't know, something worth putting on a T-shirt. And let your disdain for us be our source of income. <laughs> um, no, we do have day jobs. We have to keep those. But speaking of merch. Do we? Mm, maybe. I'm but done here. Speaking of merch, I'd like to hopefully sometime early next year. Don't have any promises. I'm still playing around with stuff. Still waiting to get back like things we can use. We're going to do, um, we're going to try to have a merch store going up. Um, I guess we'll work with Cursed again. Um, rent. <laughs> share space with them. God. Um, but check out our Patreon. Leave the review. It really fucking helps. You don't have to just do it on Apple, but um, I know a lot of pod, podbean, podbean podcast catchers don't give you places to review. <laughs> um, and I'm drunk. This is like old Hex Files. I don't. You know, and I don't feel like I would do. That's why you gave me three stars. Right. Is because I've not been drunk enough. Have you?
1: I have not been drunk enough in a long time.
0: I'm sorry. And if you're here for the reading the articles like we will sometimes we do on Patreon at times, but
1: we are the article.
0: We are the articles. You know what? We didn't think we'd be getting evidence, but here we are. So blame um fucking Bigfoot and the aliens.
1: Sir and ma'am.
0: All right. Well, this and is a <laughs> Happy Yule. This is an extra long episode. Happy holidays, whatever you celebrate. Um let's let it not be your last. Uh, and we'll be back next year with more f- f- fuckery yeah shenanigans. Shenanigans and um maybe we'll find Bigfoot this time and we're gonna talk to you about a haunted hotel who knows what we're gonna find there. Um,
1: maybe a cookie.
0: right. Just a cookie All right. <laughs> We'll maybe go to Burke County, we don't know <laughs> and we're we're not doing seasons, but if we were, this is like the end of season one.
1: Oh yay.
0: I don't think we got picked up for a second one. Wow,
1: that's fun.
0: Um, so this was it. This was it. Unless okay. you give us love and reviews and your ghosts. So until next time, what's our new catchphrase? By by way of Josie, she helped us out. She'll be on Curse. Check that out. We talk about Satan. Um, is uh, the truth is we out here?
1: Yeah, that's the truth.
0: <laughs> that's gonna be on shirts too.
1: I can't wait. Um,
0: yeah, the truth is we out here. Are we too old to say that? Nah, we're hip.
1: Yes, I'm very um, cool. Cowbunga. Yeah, radical.
0: <laughs> Ra- radical. <laughs> okay, goodbye.
1: Goodbye, be safe. Wait, what? Be safe. From what? Don't die yeah. of the virus.
0: Catch us on the uh, Yule Spectacular Live on Cursed, Sunday, 1220, that 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. K-bye. Okay, K-bye. Okay, uh, Hex Files is written and produced in front of a live studio, one cat who's been fucking with everything this whole time. That's Floki, our producer. Um, that's uh,
1: producer, she
0: got fired. We'll have a new producer next year, she doesn't care.